Hello, thank you for joining me today on episode 43 of the Oikos Family Podcast. I'm Sonia Wood, and in the previous podcasts of this month of November, I've been sharing with you some rewards and treasures of this home educating journey. And in the previous episode, I was speaking about read aloud and the importance of it, not just the importance, the value, the rewards, the treasure that comes from making time for read aloud. And it's been brought to my awareness since that it's not just something that is part of everyday life and the way culture is now these days in this 21st century. But I'm going to actually just not take that as it's something we can't do or we shouldn't do or it's past or it's something historic that we don't do anymore. Because I feel so strongly about the importance of it and the value of it. And I actually even believe that the value is even deeper and greater than we've even got the science to prove at this stage. But in actual fact, um, I always read aloud um, all the way through the, our children's growing years. And I was read aloud too as well as when I was growing up. And we didn't know then um, the value of you know what this read aloud time was doing for our family as far as skills and all the science of it. And it's since become more and more evident that there is huge value in it. But when my parents were reading aloud to us, they weren't reading aloud to us because um, of that, because the science said they were reading aloud to us because we were being a family, and that's what we did. And, you know, we had a book, the, which, whichever novel my mother was reading aloud to us at the time, and she would read it and we'd talk about it and so on. It was just part of being a family and part of our family lifestyle. So that was carried through to um, into my life, my adult life, whereby I just continued with that and continued just reading aloud to my children because that's what you do. <laughs> and now it seems that it's something that doesn't happen just naturally or maybe there's even... Um, you who are listening to this podcast, maybe you weren't even read aloud to as um, a child, but it was something that was just part of everyday lifestyle that I knew. Okay, so what I wanted to, to address today was to speak to those parents or those who are listening that maybe weren't read aloud to, maybe their lifestyle didn't contain that in their own childhood, and maybe they're finding it difficult to bring that into their lifestyle of home education at this time. So I wanted to just give some suggestions um, about what to do about that. And the one is, if you've got a short story book, when I say short stories, uh, we've got one book that comes to mind now. It's called 72 Short Stories. So that that is a lot of short stories um, in one volume. And the stories are literally a couple of pages long each. Um, and so now... If you started with a very, very, very small bite, you know, not try and take a novel and read a chapter every night because maybe that's 12 pages long and your children are not used to it or they would rather be doing something else or whatever. So how about this idea? And that is after dinner or before dinner or whenever, when it's time for everybody to settle down for the evening or just before bed or whenever it suits, first thing in the morning, I don't know, whatever works for your family, um, let your children know that you're reading them the next story in the short story book because that short story is going to maybe take five minutes. And that 
story is something you can build on and you can you know that everybody in the family got that same story. It's just like when you have Bible study time together and the whole family's together and you all together received that particular scripture. So you you've all got that. So later on um in the day or whatever's happening in your life, you know that everybody has that scripture that you read that morning or that short story that you read that day, the evening before, at lunchtime, whenever it works in your um, daily routine. So if you start there and you just start with a short, short story, a really short story um, that literally takes a few minutes and you just build on that slowly and your children become familiar and get to know that you read a story to them a day. You know, every day you read a story to them. And then you can move on from there into a novel where you're reading this novel together as a family. So this is the family novel, you know, whatever it happens to be that you've all agreed would be a really nice novel to read aloud. Do you know what I'm just thinking now is of two things, actually. One is the fact that when I was growing up, my one brother found it very difficult to read. And so we shared a room. And so I used to, I wasn't an avid reader either. Reading didn't just come easy for me. But as a child, I would read to him what book he wanted next because he just found the actual task of reading aloud so, so difficult that I would read to him. And that was over and above my mother reading to me. So I'm just realizing now that actually my mother reading to me was modeled for me how normal it is for me to then read to my brother because that's something I could do. And we'd get into bed and I would, because we shared the same room, and I would be able to read the next chapter to him. And I would read it much slower than my mother wasn't, you know, an excellent read aloud person. And I didn't bring all the um, emphasis and character and voices and all that that she used to just read aloud really well and and I knew that I wasn't doing as well as her but even so I read aloud to my brother and that is a very precious memory that I have now I mean I can actually tell you the titles of the books that I read to him <laughs> that's that's how much it stayed with me um so that's one thing. And then it's, uh, maybe, maybe that was actually developing a skill in me, I suppose it was, to be able to read aloud to my children one day. I don't know. But now I'm thinking, the other thing that I was thinking about is um, an example that came to me. When I say an example, I actually witnessed something recently of somebody that was reading aloud to her sibling. And the child that was reading aloud to her sibling was a child that actually finds reading difficult. And yet she was on, on her own accord reading aloud to her younger sibling. And that made me think of um, when our children were young and our one child had great difficulty with reading and all of a sudden started reading the simplest little books to her baby brother, because her brother was just much younger than her. And so she would be able to read books that were way below her maturity level, yet they matched his maturity level. So she could read books that were comfortable for her reading level, yet correct for his maturity level, yet below her maturity level, but correct for her reading ability. You get my meaning. So 
this read aloud thing goes beyond just mom reading aloud or dad reading aloud every day to the children. It doesn't have to be mom. I keep saying mom because I was the read aloud uh, person in our family. Um, and also because when we were on road trips, I never got car sick when I read aloud. So I would do loads of read aloud when we were in the car. So it became the thing I did because, of course, dad was driving and I was reading aloud. Um, so there's another time, actually, for read aloud is when you're going on long car trips, if you are able to read aloud in the car, which is something that I was very blessed to be able to do. So this podcast, again, is just to say to you, if you have reasons that you are feeling read aloud is unattainable to you, I'm suggesting a few things to help it not to be unattainable. And I'm also suggesting that you encourage your children to read aloud to one another. Because I realize that it is perhaps something that helped make me very comfortable for read aloud as a mother. You know, for me being the one that read aloud in the family as a mother to the children. And in fact, Dad thoroughly enjoyed the read aloud as well. He also was there to you know, enjoy it. Obviously, if he's driving the car, he's listening to the read aloud. So it just becomes a good family memory. And also, the reason why I'm using these examples is because at mom's retreats, again, I've heard moms say that they feel tremendous lack of confidence in being able to be a good read aloud person. You know, they don't, they don't like the way they sound when they're reading aloud. So on that, I want to give just a couple of tips for that. And the one is, Soften your voice, drop your voice by a good two bars to whatever it is, because the tendency when people read aloud, the tendency is to raise their voice. I'm not sure why, but I'm suggesting you lower your voice. It actually makes it easier. The second thing is to read slower. Don't read fast. I know on these podcasts, I'm just chatting, chatting, chatting. But if I was reading aloud, my pace would be intentionally slower if I was going to be reading, you know, aloud a chapter to the children. So uh, those are two things that I can start with suggesting. Well, no, more than two things, because it's a very short story, followed by lowering the level of your voice and followed by slowing your pace. And I'm going to ask if you can try that. Because if you're the parent that's listening to this podcast, then I'm going to really encourage you to do this because I believe it's one of the treasures and one of the rewards of home education is being able to actually put this into your lifestyle. And if there's children listening to this podcast, then I'm going to encourage them to read to their siblings because I think it's a wonderful blessing. Let me tell the children that might be listening that the brother that I um, read to, he was tragically killed and that's just devastating. But I now have a very special memory of the hours that I spent reading aloud to him. That's something that is very dear to my heart. It's very precious and it's a tremendous comfort because I had this precious, precious time with my brother that I could read aloud to him when he was a child. And that is something that is very dear to me now. So if there are children listening, I'm going to encourage you in the same way. If you're already reading to your siblings and reading aloud to one another, I'm letting you know that there's a great reward in that for you. Whether you experience it now or not, I know that it is a reward. It's one of the many rewards that you will have, that you already have, you just don't perhaps know it. So 
that is what these podcasts for the month of November have been about. It's about finding the re- those rewards, finding the treasures, knowing that they're there, being intentional about them, and be encouraged. It's nearing the end of the year. We're heading into the festive season, and it's a time for families to be a family. So enjoy being a family and make time for it and you will be rewarded. Thank you so much for listening. I feel very, very privileged that you have stopped by and listened to this podcast. Thank you. Until the next podcast then, bye for now.